Hey there, Attack on Titan fans. Welcome to another episode of the Attack on Titan After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are talking about the Season 2 finale, Episode 37, Scream. And guys, there are a bunch of girls who are ready to scream about it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. How did this happen? How are we... <laughs> the season two finale. Well, it was the longest 36 hours of my (laughs) life. (laughs) There's only 12 episodes. So, there's that. This was half a season. This was half a season. But how did this happen is also a question we will be asking probably many times in this episode. Before we dig right into it, hey, Attack on Titan fans, welcome to the Attack on Titan After Show. Tonight we are talking about episode 37, Scream. Let's not waste any time. Let me introduce my fantastic panel to my left, the light of my light. Alexis Torres. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, you guys can find me all over the interwebs at atorres890, and also my voice. It's definitely not here. <laughs> <laughs> to her left, the lovely Emma Fife. That's me. I'm Emma Fife, and that is also my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> to her left, the wonderful Katie Cullen. I've been replaced. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, hi, all my buddies. You can find me all over the social medias at KiaJ. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. And to my left at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very circular left. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a right. Yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can uh, tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. We've got you guys on the live chat. We are going to also be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTV Titan. And guys, as always, initial announcements no manga spoilers. Don't tweet them at us. Don't put them in the YouTube comments. Don't put them in the live chat. I'm sick of having to say it. <laughs> I'm over it. No manga spoilers. That's that's <laughs> Megan's like rant for yeah, this episode. Right we had issues with Twitter last night. Stop it. Uh, you just stop. Yeah. You yeah. just stop. It but happens. no, for, for serious guys, not every... This is the extent that Katie and I have read to in the manga, and not everybody on this panel has read the manga, and not everyone in our comments section has read this portion of the manga either, so zip it. Keep it to yourselves. And being <laughs> coy and being like, well, what about if you actually know... Don't, counts as yeah. spoilers. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Just sit there in your little fortress of knowledge and smile, yep. knowing what's <laughs> in store for people like when they finally get there. It's how it used to be for me watching Game of Thrones. I could sit on a chair <laughs> off to the side while everyone sat on a couch, and I could watch them react to things oh, like the Red Wedding. But I can't do <laughs> that anymore. <laughs> Thanks, George R. R. Martin. Why don't you write some books? <laughs> That's not even all of it. We're about to get we're about to get that M5, but I'm so excited. I am too. Okay, guys. So again, this is less of a season finale and more of a half season. Because sure. this was Fair. we waited a long time for half a season. So, you know, take this episode with a grain of salt. Um it's not as obviously climactic as the uh as the attack on the inner wall from the female Titan. Sure. It's mm. not as epic as right. that battle. But again, giving this is more on par with the end of the trust arc. So in my opinion, kind of in terms of level of dramatic consequences, I feel like this was a satisfying episode, but ultimately filled with some problems. And yeah. I wanted to go around the table. How are we 
ultimately feeling about this as a season finale? I'm just going to toss it down over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go last. <laughs> Can I say something real fast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Jones in chat <laughs> saying, will you four ladies ever wear survey core jackets for next season's after show if you send them to yeah, us? I was to say, like, for us. I am broke I right now. So yeah. No. Yeah, I, if uh, you send us those jackets, hell yeah, we'll I wear did, them. I did buy but. one from Hot Topic. It definitely does not fit me anymore. So if you want to um, change that. Yeah, I did not love this season finale um, because it included my least favorite fictional trope in existence. And that ended up kind of marring my view of the rest of the episode. Like to the point that I was so annoyed by something else that had happened that Hannes's death to me felt pointless and stupid and cliche, as did the reveal of Aaron's powers felt like a deus ex machina. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a real shame when, again, such a glaring flaw mm-hmm. in an episode can ruin it. Yeah. It, it, you know, depending on who you are, it can be a make or break sort of situation. Yeah. See, I wasn't bothered by it at all because a near miss doesn't make it canon. So let's, I was just like, all right, you guys, do we have that out of our just, systems? Great, let's go. Let's, Alexis, do you have any of that? <laughs> let's go ahead <laughs> and just dig into it because the big issue I feel like we all have with this episode, to varying degrees of intensity, sure. I suppose, yep. is the fact that we get this very ship fodder moment between Eren and Mikasa. Right. And I'll say that if you go back to the beginning of this after show, initially I went back and forth on whether or not I shipped them. Um, some days I did, some days I didn't. But as their relationship progressed and as we got to talk to the voice actors on the show and the voice director of the show, like it became very apparent, no, this was a brother-sister mm-hmm, relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how Mike has the actors play it. That's very much how the actors interpret the relationship. So the fact that we have this moment between the two of them feels like, not like a fulfillment of a thing we've always wanted to see, it feels like a betrayal of the characters that we know and love. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, and, and this is something that I have, I, I've made my distaste for this pairing uh, very well known. Uh, there's very, there, you know, there's a couple uh, anime pairings that anytime we get into any territory at all within the canon that does seem to try to like push people shipping the two of them, I immediately recoil and get really angry and I have Stop a hard time getting Japan. over it. Right. So I mean, so I mean my number one uh, in this, in this particular, uh, in this particular sort of uh, categorization is Hero and Relina and Gundam Wing. Anytime there was any, guys, Frozen Teardrop doesn't exist. Doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but. I don't hate that. <laughs> get out. You're done. You are out. Wait a minute. I need, to, I need to rewatch that show now that I've got like, yeah. A decade and a half more, and be like, them, hmm. and there goes all oh, my credibility from now. You're allowed to ship things in middle school. You are allowed to, and you are allowed to have your opinions. So basically, and then like my second pairing that I would put in this category is Aaron and Mikasa. I just hate it, and this is why, because. Initially, we are introduced to these characters in the very beginning of season one of Attack on Titan, and they are children, and they are being raised in the same family. I understand that they only lived together in the same family for like two years before everything went to shit. I don't care. 
they presented this as a brother-sister relationship. And as you say in the dub, Mike McFarland is very adamant that that is what this relationship is. And that is a really interesting relationship. So for me, I feel that within fiction and within society, we place heterosexual relationships, like sexual romantic relationships on this pedestal that they don't need to be on. Here's the thing. There's lots of different kinds of love. And so initially, (laughs) you set up Aaron and Mikasa, and it's this really interesting brother-sister relationship within the found family. And I'm a big believer in the found family. This is why why Steven Universe is the most perfect show on television. (laughs) And so then... When you throw in, again, these these things of, like, especially because they really paint her as being in love with him and him not really getting it. Yeah. yeah. Which also really bothers me because she's so much more interesting if her view of him is her brother. I'm not saying that, like, Mikasa can't be in a heterosexual romantic relationship. No, of course not. I, I think everybody knows. I'm Shiv Jean and Mikasa. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, thank but, you. But, like... I just, so for me, as you say, Megan, it feels like a betrayal of what was this really interesting relationship that we don't see portrayed in well, any fiction all that often. Not, again, I know I made a big deal at the very beginning about no manga spoilers, but since we're here, I will be honest, I don't remember, and maybe this is just faulty memory on my part, but I don't remember these panels of the comic being portrayed as an almost kiss. No, Here's I don't remember motion, that either. She is going it, for it. It really See, felt like it to so that me. Was, that was going to be my question as a person who has not read the manga. I was like, did that happen? Because I feel like someone uh, should have warned she, me about that. We would have done a lot of yelling when we read the manga a couple of my, years ago my in memory, this same flavor. My had that memory, happened. And granted, it was several years ago now, but my memory of reading the comic is she says thank you for, for wrapping this scarf around right. me. And they're both crying. Right. And then he does exactly what he does. He stands up and says, you know, he, he he's happy to do it for her as many times as she needs him to in right. order to, to make her feel safe. And yeah, he gets his power and everything like that. But the moment, it's framed just more as this, like, you're the... You're the most important person in the yeah. world to me. Not the now we're about to die, let's make out. Yeah. This yeah. isn't I mean, the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> ha, that's the good ha. mummy. Yeah. Thank just, you. Thank right. you. Thank you. <laughs> you can't just the you can't just, one. Yeah. you can't just go and drop the, the mummy on me right now. Katie, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, no, the good one. I know, yeah. I know. So I mean so oh, yeah, that that was definitely and because like I already really, really dislike the trope of people who were raised as brother and sister like forever for no matter how long like even guys clueless is my favorite movie it still makes me a little uncomfortable it's that he's her ex-step brother um, even if it is paul rudd <laughs> yeah even if it is paul, paul rudd um, uh, although like and i we went a week if you want to hear katie and i rant <laughs> about that particular thing uh go to our sword art online after show and we will talk about oh, we will talk about <laughs> When we get past the first arc, oh, yeah. oh arc man, feeling. I think that's why I'm so mad at this. I don't, <laughs> I don't want it to go down the Sao road. Granted, that was wrong. even worse because they were actually cousins, so that makes it even worse. But anyway, neither oh. here nor there. And oh. Other shows aside, I love that all the anime references are just all over the place. Yeah. Other shows oh. aside, <clears throat> the only way I'm sort of willing to forgive this particular scene is that I can sit here and go, she's still concussed, right? Maybe oh, she oh, is. Oh, I, I feel like, yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah. her depth, per- 
perception is off because she's still suffering so, from a concussion. Yeah. She's concussed. Her ribs are probably yeah. broken. She's in a lot like, of pain. That's not her going in for a kiss. That's her not being able to hold herself upright. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> she was, we're gonna, so wait, wait. So she was leading? Yeah. Is that what we're doing right <laughs> we're now? Yes. Listen, we're she gonna was leaning and then they just framed it real awkwardly. Right. Right. We're going to ignore the like light breeze and the shoujo sparkles that showed up. Like, we'll just... No, that yeah. was her actually feeling pain. Right, right. And that was her hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. exactly what was happening. I, okay, but that guys, was one animator so, hitting the other and so going, why are you putting that filter on? What's wrong with you? So this is, this is the thing, though, that is really um, making me angry, is the fact that I do have this very strong opinion about this. You know, Megan brings up that, like, she, she semi-shipped here on Relina, which hurts my heart, but... <laughs> but I, I don't... But I don't know. We haven't watched it recently. I don't, but like, I'm not, I'm not mad at you, and I don't think that your opinion is wrong. No. You know what I mean? We're all entitled to our same place, y'all. And so that's the the thing, is that like, as I feel like, because I have been very vocal in my sort of mixed feelings towards this Attack on Titan season two finale, it's the same thing that I get whenever I'm like, I don't like Christopher Nolan's Batman films. And I don't like them, you guys. I don't like them. And it's all these people coming at me stating (laughs) stating their opinions as facts and telling me that I am wrong for feeling the way that I feel. And that's not okay, you guys. (laughs) It's not okay. The whole objectivity thing that fandom as a whole seems to have gotten recently and as much as I hate to dog on the Voltron fandom because they're yes. kind of terrifying, it's this, I'm right, and yes. here's the moral reason why. Like, if you have an opinion, it has to be morally supported and morally correct, and everyone that disagrees with you is a terrible um, person guys, to varying it, degrees I'm of sorry, terrible. It, especially, and that's an incredibly unhealthy way yeah, to look at things because right. then you bring that into real life and then all of a sudden you're the Republican Party. And especially if we are talking within like, you know, shipping characters and no particular pairing is 100% canon. I'm sorry, if your sexual fantasies aren't a little problematic, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone has the the line that they're willing to draw. Everyone has their opinions. Everyone has their different way that they read the source material. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. And being able to discuss it and finding like-minded people is also fine. Tearing up people who don't share the same opinions as you for one reason or another is not fine. There's a big difference between, I like this ship, and two plus two is four. One of those is a fact. The The other other one is your opinion. opinion, And you don't get opinions on arithmetic. And here's the thing. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I I have many a math teacher who will concur with that assessment. That's why I hated math. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I'm a writer. But here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with liking this particular show. No, and I'm sure for a lot of people, this was the moment they had been waiting. Of course, yes. no. Even today on TV Talk, like David Griffin, he w- he was like, "Oh, I wanted him to kiss so badly," and I was like, "What is wrong with you?" But I'm not you just like scream in the middle distance. But you're not going to disown him for, no. No, for wanting them to David kiss. David Griffin, nobody could disown him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the first person, like, uh, you 
put two characters together, and usually by the end of the scene, I'm like, now kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Not this, time. this is one of the few times where that didn't happen. But for somebody who that is their that is what they wanted sure. by the end of this, I am thr- nothing are, are you wrong with me? that. I am thrilled for you. I am thrilled for any Hero Relina fans who have read Frozen Teardrop. I know what happens. Good for you. What's good in for Frozen you? Teardrop. It's like Frozen Teardrop's weird, man. That's a that's that a whole totally different conversation. Then we can I talk was about like, later. I was like, this, this no, 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 is like, no, 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 it's canon. Yeah, canon? yeah, it's like a light. It's a series of light novels. I have to yeah. go, well, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> we gotta get through this episode first. I, I know. I was I gonna wanna... say this is quickly becoming the episode of the Voltron After Show that we had Josh Keaton oh, on. So yep. it's yeah. my turn. I now. wanna bring up. Oh, your turn. Now? No, no. I want to talk about Historia and your mirror. That is what I'm saying. I want my kiss, damn it. I wanted to say one more thing about. I wanted to put a cap on the Aaron and the us a thing with the graphic that Andrew Fedge sent us on the Twitter hashtag. <laughs> oh my god, that was yes. so funny. I cried so laughing. Good. No, that was hysterical. And it's that scene with all the titans behind him and one of them is just on elbows he's and like, knees looking real <laughs> super interested. Yeah, he's like, Hello. And he points it out saying, death and devastation all around, sure, but is my ship happening right now? <laughs> Intrigue titan knows what matters. So, yeah, like, um, that is the hardest it, I laugh. So that's all I can think of for this. Funniest it's the funniest thing. thing. <laughs> because, yes, we have this super dramatic scene going on. I was so uh, distracted. It was really <laughs> bad. Just, I'm going, hey, guys, there. what's going on on this like, planet? My fiance and I were watching this. I was screaming at the television. I stopped mid-scream. I was like, wait, what is that Titan doing <laughs> back there? And he was like, enjoying the view. Don't stop. Get yeah. to- and the <laughs> other thing that I want to say is Erwin Smith's right arm in chat says, we went, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Situation going on? We went from anime to the mummy to Batman. What the hell is going on? And I'm like, oh, you're new here. Yes. Yeah. It's your usual attack on also, Titan after show. Someone calls fake girls. I dare you. I dare you. Also, I don't know if on Twitter in the hashtag from a couple days ago, uh, at the anime weirdo is feeling the same way uh, that I am about the attack on Titan uh, season finale, but uh, he or she, I'm not sure what you are because your avatar is Sasha, um, tweeted a photo of somebody just flipping a table (laughs) as the response to the latest episode so yes Uh, I feel like that's a there it is I see it here oh yeah Uh, Mark's bringing up the picture that Andrew sent us it's funny. Yeah, no, it's it's my favorite. And I like that as the scene continues, that Titan gets closer, closer and closer, closer, but doesn't actually attack until Aaron's powers are activated. Yep. And even then, that could have been interpreted as the Titan being like, Don't you break up my ship? <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. I ship it and I will tear you. Oh my god, that Titan is the fandom. <laughs> I ship it and I will tear you to pieces in defense. Oh my god. That's terrible, but also so too. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, there's a lot that could be said about that if we there is. And I know bit. there are a lot of people who are able to sanely and respectfully discuss their ships and oh their my god, opinions. 100%. I'm making fun of the people who can't. Yeah. yeah. Or who choose not to. Of course. Oh, so, God. Mark, is that is that the is that the picture? That's you it. Want? We're up. That's it. It's beautiful. <laughs> Death and destruction all around shore. But is my ship happening? Seriously, right just this one Titan, like. What is this? And that because he looks you like you can just like, hear him doing the um, Steve Irwin monologue in the back of his <laughs> head. Yeah. We got to, no, I'm not even gonna do it. But I, like, I, you like, know. I like the Titan in the direct middle that's got a look on his face like, "Oi, that's not my ship." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. There's a stop like right in the I middle. Don't like, ship that. Yeah, I, but then there's me just like, I can't look at this. I can't look at this right here in the corner. I was like, nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> ever since we found. 
found out that Titans are people. Like, I've always been intrigued. Even before that, like, I've been intrigued at Titan hairstyles. I think that's like, at one point, at one point, there's a Titan with, like, slicked back hair. And I was just like, there was one that kind of had a, what is it, what is it called, a pump? A A pompadour. Yeah, there was one, and I was like, Wait, is there like a Titans hairstylist? <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, you can't leave my store yeah. until I fix your no, hair. No, some of the Titans really do. They've got like some nice hair going yeah. on. You are not stepping foot well, inside that wall until you come over here and let me make you do. Yeah. Uh, making a first impression. So, Alexis, let's talk about Historia and Emir. Okay, because look. you've got some feelings on this one. Look, right? there was a lot of there was a lot of things happening in this episode. I was very <laughs> upset on a lot of levels. I wasn't Emma Fife because I couldn't. I didn't have a voice to actually scream. <laughs> it was just weird and audible, like squeaky noises that were coming out of me at this point. But like, I shipped them so hard that like. It hurt because they were having such heart to hearts, and it was it was happening. It got really close, and I was like, <laughs> no, Alexis, "I'm if, like tearing up." I'm if sorry. Er, if Aaron and Mikasa are a couple, then these two are just really good friends. Oh, oh, why? Why do you betray me and do Mark? So, is there an engineer that can fill in for you right now? <laughs> is there an engineer who watches Attack on Titan aside from me? Pro- both yeah. answers are no. Neil, yeah. Neil, Actually, Neil. Uh, oh, that's fair, but he's not here. Sorry, little, little bit of behind the scenes. Info for those of you who were listening to the live stream last week. Neil was our engineer last week, and oh, Mark Lord. happened to be engineering another show. <laughs> I asked Neil his opinion on something, and he had to bite his tongue because he wasn't sure if Mark had gotten to watch yet. Which uh, I had, but I, I watched the season finale. That was also me being very sarcastic. <laughs> very sarcastic. Yeah, but it, yeah. Was, but it was nice. But, but also, I had mixed well, feelings. And this is know? the thing: is that because I previously mentioned, like. In terms of the reveal of Aaron's power, that because I was still reeling from the fact that they were playing into this trope that I really don't like, that I think, again, you know... It's a very problematic trope. It is, and it's it's also, like, very cliche to, like, put a moment of, like, heterosexual romance as, like, an inciting incident to, like, things are going to get better. As this mentor figure is getting torn apart. Right, exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. (laughs) Really bad time to their conversation is Han is dying and eavesdropping Titan just like, hi, guys. Right. So, so, you know, you have have that going on. And then because of that, Hannes's self-sacrifice to me also felt very cliche. And then Aaron's power felt very deus ex machina. However... I did, and in retrospect, it doesn't bother me as much, but I did really like that that was the moment for Amir where she goes, oh my God, we might be able to have a life together inside of the wall. There's a future. (laughs) Even in the wall, there's a future. And even before that, even, oh, they're there. They're there. But even before that, um, there's uh, like the part where, you know, Connie's like, come on, Crystal, we gotta go. And she's like, dude, it's Historia now, first yes, and foremost. I'm very proud of her for that. Now, I, we said it earlier that until every until the show starts referring to her as Historia, we're going to keep calling her Krista. I feel like now's the time. Yes. yes. Moving yeah. forward, we should be calling her Historia. Historia. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, first of all, it's Historia now. Also, Emir, what's the deal? Were you trying to protect me again? I thought you said that we shouldn't live for anybody but ourselves. <laughs> from now on, from now on, it's just you and me. And, well, and on top of that, it's like, you know, Ymir, her plan literally was just to take Krista or Historia 
outside of the wall and figure it out. Yep. Yeah. Like, and that I was her plan. Totally fine with that storyline. <laughs> Just saying. Right, right. But Historia does have this real sense of sort of like heroism and nobility and she does feel that she like owes humanity something in a way that Ymir does not. Mm. But Ymir then has that moment at the end of being like, no, like <clears throat> we... Maybe there is hope. Maybe we can do this. And, uh, yeah. and just that moment where Historia is like, when I'm by your side, no matter how bad it gets, I'm not afraid. And then she does that beautifully Dude, choreographed. Yes. She became yeah. a total, total badass yeah. all of a sudden. And I the loved power it. of love. <laughs> like, Neil was like, okay, wait a minute. If we're going to start doing any kind of, like, like different moon transformations, I need to see it yeah. in full. I yes. need the whole background to change. Well, I need it. And I was there, like, were, relax. there were a few moments in this in this episode where I was just kind of like, ooh, like they did not have their all-star team working Animated, on that yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. on that bit yeah. of animation. But that, like that sequence was one of the most beautiful sequences, yeah. beautifully animated sequences all season. Yeah. It yeah. was gorgeous, and it was so great. It was just this wonderful, empowering moment where she's like, "Emir makes me feel like I can do anything," and then she takes yeah, off can. into the air. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah she can. And oh. so you know, and and so <clears throat> I guess that this is a, a good sort of parallel to draw of like, so for people that like don't ship. Ymir and Krista, and you really do think of them as just, like, being besties, that's how I feel about Aaron and Mikosa. Yep. So, like, Good some example. perspective. Some yeah. perspective. There we go. Yeah, and I also, used to get a lot of crap about that as well. Side <laughs> note, how great was that shot with Ymir screaming, and we have the split screen oh, of her as a Titan So yeah. good. And the overlay awesome. of the voices just, oh, yeah. I, so cool. Ymir and Krista, or Historia, to me, just became, like, some of the most interesting characters yes. this yes. season. And I, I felt that, like, that was such a lovely storyline of them kind of <laughs> bonding over the fact that they were sort of cast out by society in one way or another. And Historia being like, no, I want, I believe in humanity. I want to do good things. And also realizing that through Amir when she initially, we get that flashback to her being like, dragging that dude through the, through <laughs> yeah. the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she would have died, but Ymir's like, nah, you're not going to die. And so like that for her was that sort of inciting incident of like, no, I'm not going to die. I'm going to fight on and I'm, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do my best. And, and we're going to do it together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Amir goes, I go, you stay. No following. No, <laughs> like, no. Oh, All right. I was like, right. just why is everybody betraying me in this episode? Stop it. Yeah. But it was yeah. also really sweet how she sat there and was just well, kind of like, I'm sorry. Well, and that adds another layer of complexity to Emir's mm -hmm. character because this is a person who she she was so happy to finally have a period in her life where she could live for herself. Yeah. And then she chose to live for Krista. Mm -hmm. And for as selfish as she acts or wants everybody to believe that she is, she takes one look over at Bert Holton Reiner and like and knows that they're not getting out of this without her help, or at no. least Bertolt isn't, and that they're in this situation because of her, mm -hmm. and she also murdered their friend. Yeah, yeah. And she makes the decision to sacrifice her and Krista's potential happiness yeah. to go and help them, well, and because on, she's one of the few people who understands the position that they're yeah, in. Yeah, and like, on top of that, it, it again goes back to that idea of she has this moment of going, you know what? Maybe people can live in the wall. I don't have to get Krista out of here, and this is what's going to be best for her. 
<laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but I'm okay with it because it makes sense. I know. I, it's yeah. not over, Alexis. It's not over. Nobody died. Nobody, nobody, nobody no, there was died. nobody. I'm not, no. But nobody like, at the same time, I really love that we got to see this whole different side of Ymir, especially from like what we saw from the beginning of the season to now. Like yeah. It's just really cool since I knew some people who are starting to get into this show now late in the game that didn't like her at first. Yeah. And then now they're like, oh, what have I now, done? Now that she's been developed <clears throat> yeah. a little bit, yeah. they're yeah. like, oh, she's like an onion. Yeah. 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 So many ladies are crying. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the real MVP of this episode, freaking Commander Irving. Yeah. Oh my God. Katie, what is going real, on with Real them? quick, do you have any other thoughts on Ymir oh, sorry. and Historia? <laughs> no, I've just kind of been eating popcorn and listening. <laughs> I love watching people cry over their ships. It's amazing, and I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> and... Yeah, no, I think part of what made Emir so interesting is that we did get to see her backstory, and we've had people yeah. tell us that that doesn't show up in the manga for a dog's age. And so getting it here and now changes the dynamic and changes the audience's opinion. And I think that really helps us for these last few episodes because now we're invested. Yeah. We're not just invested because she can turn into a titan because it turns out, hey, a bunch of people can do that evidently. Now it's like, oh, but this is what you've been through. This is why you think the way you do. All right, I'm in. But she's mm -hmm. integral to the lore of this world. She she's is. been around for so long. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, she's like, you know what? I wasn't so bad being a goddess for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I'll be your souvenir as you go back home. <laughs> um, but yes, before we talk about the MVP of this episode, Commander <laughs> Irvin, I want to talk to you guys really quickly about iTunes. Folks, thank you so much to everybody who's gone to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you. And it is the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show. Show that we're putting on. Mark can back me up on that for and sure. And I will. <laughs> and it is what keeps the lights on here at the studio. It makes us more searchable, helps us get guests, and also it keeps us at these fancy desks right here. And if you guys do comment, you might even get a shout out on the show. Well, let me pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> we have <laughs> It's up, it's up! <laughs> <laughs> Things my non-existent boyfriend that. says. Oh, um, Katie! <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. Aww. Katie, haven't you been paying attention in this episode? You don't need a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship, the love you feel for your friends is enough. I have literally <laughs> never needed a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody bring it in. Yeah. All right. Oh. <laughs> I love it. All right, the review. The Puns <laughs> by Kalivsack. Cal be it Attack on Titan, Samurai Jack, Voltron, Doctor Who, or the literal 12 other after shows I watch weekly, you all are amazing. Aww. Your puns are fantastic and should be embraced. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> I look forward to season three. Yeah. Aww. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank awesome. you guys so Have much. Have an you awesome are, summer. You guys Aww. are so, <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> sorry. You brought me back. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. And it's because of your help that will we've got a little announcement towards the end of the show so be sure to stick around for that um anyway okay so commander irvin oh dude my god dude first awesome. of all after last week's episode he was such a boss in last week's episode and he just made I it even better amazing. i literally last episode thought for sure i was like no okay irvin that makes sense to somebody they might kill off and then he just got his arm ripped off and he just kept rolling Going. with it. He's like, that, nah, keep moving forward, everybody. That is why we got that play of the game video. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, thank you to Andrew for sending us that. Uh, yeah. Be sure to check out uh, the person's YouTube channel if you haven't already done so. Mm -hmm. um, 
for this episode, though, we can see that that adrenaline starts to wear off a little bit, yeah. especially when you're getting Titans lobbed at your yeah, face. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and we see this. This is a continual thing. It, like, Irvin's kind of at his limit physically. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, he's still like, guys, <laughs> don't even worry about me. What matters is getting Aaron out of here. But I can every- be replaced. Aaron cannot. And he's in the middle of telling this guy, you know, tell him to run. And every no. time he starts to tell someone that, they get numbed by <laughs> yeah, like, like, Stop talking. Stop just, talking just, to just people. Go. Every, everyone, go. everyone you talk to dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just keep well, riding. That, the problem yeah. is, is that people keep coming to defend him because he is now defenseless. And right. he keeps going... No, guys, just go. And then they keep dying for him. And he's like, gosh darn it, this is not a good day for me. (laughs) Someone just get me my horse back and I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's it's incredible that, like, again, even in this moment where he's had his arm ripped off and, again, having Titans lobbed at him, he's still thinking about the mission and humanity as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then when this whole thing is said and done, he is... He has this wonderful smile on his face of like, we have made more progress in the last few weeks no, with Aaron on our side than we've probably gotten in decades working through the Survey Corps mm-hmm. and just exploring the area immediately outside but the But that wall. was a creepy as hell smile, though. It was a little it was, it was creepy. creepy. But you know what? Yeah, he rocks, right. he rocks that 5 o'clock shadow, though. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. I am into it. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things where this in particular was a hard episode to watch, especially mm-hmm. if you're a fan of him, because at any moment you do feel like he could get stomped on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I as I say, I I thought for sure that he would be the one to go, but once like he'd gotten his arm eaten off and he just like kept going and he he magically kept, landed on his horse, right? And he <laughs> then kept kept going. I was like, I think he's gonna make it. I think he's gonna make it. It would have been cheap to kill him this episode after everything that happened last episode. It would have been anticlimactic. Especially since we have the big Hannes thing going on. (laughs) Uh, But but at the same time, I like that actions have consequences. Levi's still recovering. Sure. Irvin doesn't walk away from this unscathed. No, he doesn't. He is now seriously handicapped, now only having one arm. That is a detriment. Like, I don't think he's going to be able to be on the front lines No, I don't think so. No, but I know he's going to (laughs) try. And they're going to be like, sir, no, you need to stay in the command. And and he's like, nope, i got to be out there, man. They could still have him as a strategic commander. I mean, he obviously knows his stuff. Yeah, he just can't. Fight. Is that what yeah. we think his future is? Is yes. being uh, oh, yes. having yes. to stay back, or do you think he's too stubborn and that he's like, if these people are putting their lives on the line, I need to put mine. I on feel the like line. if a situation comes up where he like all the men are dying, um, <laughs> that he might be like, Literally. you know what, get on a horse and he'll just go out <laughs> there. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so more men can die because yes. they run to try to save him. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. That's ex- it's a never-ending cycle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we talked a little bit about it, but let's talk about poor Han Hannes. Yeah, um, this is it. Like I know you said it felt a little cheap for you, Emma, but like this was painful. It was undercut by the weird romantic scene. That, that see we that had. that that was what the issue was for me. Was like was Hannes got killed, and then immediately we went into that scene, and so I could I didn't have any time to like. Process yeah. what was Hannes's 
death. Although, prior to Mikasa deciding that, like, okay, now's the time in my concussed, brain-rattled state uh, where I'm going to talk to Aaron. Um, prior to that, Aaron trying his best, still not being fully recovered, trying his best to transform mm-hmm. and failing to as time is running oh, out. Yeah. That is a watch. nail-biter of a scene. It is. It, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, please stop so biting your hand, yep. Aaron. This is not just, no. bro, it's not working. It's just not, stop. stop. It's not an Attack on Titan season finale if he's not chewing his hand to the bone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're not wrong. Up until that point, this is a super dramatic thing because Hannes is actually initially really excited because he's like, what are the odds? Mm-hmm. I get to finally atone myself. I get to, this is my redemption yeah. right here. I get to avenge your mother. So for me, it was like, I really, I understand. Like, this is a this is a terrible world. People don't get good things. They don't get to, like, have the vengeance <laughs> that so they, they don't have nice things. This is not deserve. your usual shonen series. Right. Yes. But, I I was disappointed that they killed Hannes off, especially because we had just gotten to a point where he'd had a lot of redemption as a character, where for me, it's like he was no longer just, I mean, obviously it's like, yeah, okay, great. He saved Aaron and Mika, so when they were kids, we literally owe this whole series to him. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but also, he just had this, I just started to really like him where he was like, you know what? I am kind of a piece of shit, but in order for me to keep living that piece of shit lifestyle that I want to live, I gotta go out there and do something yeah. about it. Yeah, and yeah. and then maybe thing maybe we can reclaim that life that we once yeah. Had. And yeah. so I think for me it felt like sort of I don't it felt like too big of a jump in his character to be like I'm gonna get my revenge now. You know what I mean? Uh, that's I, that's just how I feel. No, I, and I, there's nothing I, wrong with that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say I, I was kind of in the middle because I I have you guys all know how Neil is. He's very eccentric, so he was very excited about like he's getting his redemption. But I was kind of like in the same boat as Emma, where I was like, why now though? We couldn't have had this. I don't know. Like it was it was. I was also also reeling from what happened earlier. So I just well in him in his mind, this is like yes. A perfect redemption setup because the sure. two kids yeah. that he saved that day are unable to defend themselves yes. in this moment. And yes. he's like, I get to retry. Yeah. This is a redo for me. Yeah. Well, oh. and I didn't have an issue with the uh, character development because it seems like he's more interested in the small scope. It, sure. He's not one of those, we're going to save the world, it's going to be great characters. Yeah. He's. This is actually the way I had hobbits explained to me at one point. Ha. They will go and accomplish great things because they just want to go home. Yeah, and so okay. he wants to be able to recreate that home and recreate that nostalgia and yeah. recreate when life was good. And so he will go out and do whatever he can because he wants home back oh, that yeah. badly. Sure. And so that's what that struck me as, is that he's someone who's finally realized, oh. okay, if I want this... I need to do this. And it's very small. It's very, you three are left from that, so I need to make right, sure right, that right. you guys are okay. Yeah. And this Titan ruined part of that, so I need to get rid of this Titan and make sure you guys are okay. Doing yeah, great things for Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with the, the sort of Hobbit parallel with him. I just felt like, for me, the charging in to get revenge thing it just it it felt like too big of a jump for me but that's for, just my opinion for me i felt like this death was a very 
not to make that comparison, but it's something Lost would do every now and then whenever they had like a character-centered episode and then that character would die at the end of it. It's like, this is the first time we're really getting acquainted with this person. Like we're really digging into them and then boom, they're dead. We're going to have them shot or killed by a smoke monster or some other (laughs) stupid arbitrary thing that that show would always do. But this was also a thing that Walking Dead does quite a bit too. It's like, we're going to give you some moments right before it happens where you start to feel really attached to this person and we get little sprinkles of that foreshadowing all throughout this season. Yeah. Right. So, to me, it makes sense that Han has died here it, right, yeah, and by not, this Titan's hand. Right. I don't think it doesn't make sense, but I, I think what you're saying about the lost thing, Megan, is exactly how I feel of, like feels like it's been done too much. Give, and, it, give it a little bit more yes. time to marinate. And, one and of, then murder Right, him. exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying he yes. shouldn't die. Really, oh, he was always going to die. But, yeah, true. But for me, and, and this also goes back to my feelings about the Aaron Mika's the thing is that this show, for the most part, is above those cliches. So I when they dip mm-hmm. their toes in them, it it's a little right. disappointing. It's, it's more disappointing than it would be in other shows. It's, let's put it this way. It's, more, it's more disappointing than it would be in Walking Dead. <laughs> and well, I also that's feel because like, Walking Dead is a walking disappointment. Yeah, um, and I also feel like that also doesn't help that we had a lot of those cliches in one episode. Yes, that, that's and that exactly is what it was. the last episode yeah. we get for the year. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to point this out from Kelly Jones, who is on fire in chat I tonight. So in other words, Shingeki, no, 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 not that character. <laughs> Bless you. That's, uh, yes, Kelly. You know what? Yes. I'll let, I'll yes. let this oh, one go. I'll allow this one. This, that was pretty fantastic. Yes. <laughs> She's glorious. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Kelly's yeah. been hitting me up with those Lord of the Rings puns in there, and I'm all about it. But, uh, like, like I said, though, I feel like the best part of, in terms of losing Hannes as a character, is seeing Aaron's immediate reaction. Yes. 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 And His I liked that. It, it was great. Beautiful. Yeah, that, yeah, that scene I did really like. And the, the performance from the Japanese actor was amazing and it's just this this realization of like I really haven't changed Changed. after all of my training after all of the sacrifice after all of the friends I've lost I'm still that little boy who can't do anything I cried I (laughs) love breakdowns that start with someone laughing and then just devolve like that's one of those little teeny tropes where if you use it right I'm just like yeah I I literally had I had a moment when it first started I was like is he laughing or is he crying thank you (laughs) I told the same thing I was like is it both I can't tell He's yeah. laughing, but not for long. Well, yeah. And I can't wait to hear Bryce perform that. Me too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In particular, because that that was a very powerful scene. Um, and then let's talk about it. So yeah, Aaron gets superpowers through the power of platonic sibling love. <laughs> he gets the power of friendship. Yeah, the power of friendship, friendship compels you, Aaron. Because <laughs> I mean, we're also cutting to Armin like directing traffic with oh, his one oh, blade, oh, trying wait. to protect. John. John, he he fell off his horse and yep. was out. Guys, John's horse took a tight episode. Face. You guys, but <laughs> how cute was Armin trying to protect him? <laughs> but I also loved when like when like Jean also was like screaming, especially when Mika. Like it I was know just, he it was a lot. no, he rescued her yeah, like initially, like, and that made my heart happy. Yeah, but like I'm a garbage person. I'll just see myself out. But I love that because it was just like I don't I like I hate it because it was in slow mo and I was just like somebody help this poor well, boy out. I, I, yeah. I, Sweet I, Jesus. I think it's 
hilarious that Armin was able to defend himself. If that Titan had been any bigger, oh, like, no. he would have gone for it, but because it was a smaller Small Titan, one, he was like, was kind of going, so what's going on over here? <laughs> like, I'm not understanding your sign language. Are you trying to bless me? Are you telling me to steal third? Like, what is this? Directing air traffic. Yeah, it was directing traffic. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was conducting. I, it was a lot. <laughs> Wait, Swish and flick. <laughs> through the power of friendship, gets superpowers, and we find out that this is what Reiner and Bertolt were talking about, about the coordinate. The coordinate is apparently the power to control other titans, as we were theorizing with the Beast Titan mm. earlier this season. Yeah. Which means that potentially the Beast Titan has this ability, but we didn't see it manifest in the way that Eren was directing no. them. Because that was straight up, like, we are legion sort of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love is that you got the reaction from Bertolt and Ymir and Reiner. And Bertolt they wasn't all even, felt it. And Bertolt wasn't in Titan form, yeah, which yeah. I love about that. Like, they all kind of went... What? Like, <laughs> they weren't susceptible to it, but they felt it. And yeah. I thought that was a beautiful yeah. touch as well. I also, I also like, and again, like, I'm very likely misinterpreted this, but uh, you say that they weren't, like, susceptible to it. I agree, they're not susceptible to it in the way that, like, your grunt titans were, but they, but there's definitely, like, there's an element of, mm -hmm. like, they can't fight against it. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is, if Aaron learns to control this power and gets better at it, will he be able to drag them around? Oh. I don't know. Mm. I mean, we could go real dark real quick oh, with that kind of power. Oh, we absolutely could. But that, oh my gosh. Then like, again, this series went real dark real quick the first episode and stayed there. Well, yeah. and again, so. if this power also falls into the wrong hands, which as we've seen with Emir mm. chomping on their poor friend Marcel... Titan powers are kind of transferable yes. if you eat someone. Yep. And if the if this power falls into the wrong hands, then that person can straight up probably just obliterate humanity and be like, hey, Titan, let's sure. go. Sure. Yep. Or which yeah, which I was gonna say leads to the oh, it would have been real bad if uh, Berthold and Reiner had got Aaron to wherever, wherever they were yep. taking him. But gotten yeah. away with him. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you could, like, assuming the Beast Titan has this power, could he then, like, again, if he gets to a certain level in his ability, say Reiner is the Armor Titan and Berthold's not transformed, he'd be like, hey, hey, Reiner, squash that thing on your shoulder. Could he do that? I don't is know. That a, oh, is that a thing he could eventually build up to? Yeah. Which, again, Possibly. like I said, we could get real dark real quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> kind of upsetting. Yeah. But, so, also kind of intriguing. Here's the thing, though. What is Dad Jaeger then responsible for giving Aaron this power? Yes. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I, I, I also think yes, but if the answer is no, I'm very curious to see oh, how the answer is no. Or maybe, he used, maybe it's a serum to awaken it, yeah. maybe? I have something based on your theory that we were talking about earlier. I do have... Yeah, go, go, go for go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because what you had posited was that when we have Titan shifters, they become Titans in the flavor that we see for Ymir and Eren, not the skinless wonders that everyone else seems to be. And so... When they shift initially, they don't know who they are, and Emir got powers by eating someone who had them. 
You posited that Aaron ate his dad on his first shift and got powers from him, huh. and that's why he was able to shift, and that's why he wouldn't remember it, because they <laughs> don't remember be. anything. That's my theory. What if Aaron's dad was the coordinate? That's my And thought. that's also why they can't figure out where it went. Oh. They think Aaron might be it, but they're not sure. Like, this is a tool that has fallen out of their hands. So you think and that they're trying to track it down because they don't know who it is. They don't know where and it is. For the record, guys, again, I have not read past this point, point. in the manga. This is 100% a theory. So I'm not being blind. I'm not being blind. This is a legit theory on my so part. So you think that they that we took the coordinate out of Aaron's father and he injected it into Aaron? No, uh, no. I, we think no. that Aaron, when he first shifted into a Titan because of the injection his dad gave him, right. ate his dad. Oh. Because he was a Titan and dad was there. Interesting. And that Aaron's dad had was the coordinate, coordinate. Okay. and then that power oh. was transferred to that's him. To and that's how out. he was also able to transform back into a person immediately. Oh. And why he okay. doesn't remember this it because right. you don't remember right. being And why he was like, I don't know where my dad is in this scenario but that's happening right now. That also makes fair, sense. Yeah. There's another theory. Oh. And because uh, we, we get not necessarily a post-credit scene, right. but after Connie basically confirms oh, with everybody oh, that, my God. that his mom is I in just and just that that as you put it Katie that thousand yard stare he had as he's like yep I can confirm that the, the, those citizens were in fact the people of my hometown even though we can't prove it and that just, Titan sure was my, my mom, mom. <sighs> uh, that that poor boy yeah um, but after after that scene we we get the closing shot of the season and we get this Quick zoom across the fields to the Beast Titan and a Hohenheim looking gentleman. <laughs> you brought that up. I mean, it's I Hohenheim. That, it's Hohenheim. 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 I thought the same thing, and you was like, what? And I was like, get yeah, out. This is skinny Hohenheim. Yeah. <laughs> also, he was ripped as hell. Just he saying. was so ripped. I was like, what's happening? And you had a super good theory about this as well. Uh, that he's the Beast Titan? I suppose because like well we, yeah we see steam like yeah coming I, yeah. I feel like it's safe to assume he's the yeah. beast titan yeah which is kind of disappointing because I I really wanted just like a sass but I have <laughs> yeah but I have a yeah. theory about this mystery man but we can wait until predictions uh, if you want. that's so not a Full it. Metal Alchemist crossover <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn it Eva <laughs> let me have my moment um, all right yeah let's let's move into predictions but uh, do we have any final thoughts before we move into predictions. Screaming I, into the void. Yeah, yeah. Just, just screaming I, into the void. I liked everything with Ymir and Krista. I yeah. really liked it. I really liked it. Yes. Yeah, I, I even like the idea of getting further development with her and Bertolt and Reiner. Yes, like, I love Bertolt and Reiner. Like, Bertolt, after that last episode, like, became one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Isn't he fantastic? He's great. Oh, that man. moment when internal screaming becomes external screaming. And again, yeah. and again, what a wonderfully complex relationship and dynamic they have yes. with her. Yes. Because again, she did murder their friend, yeah. but she also saved their necks in this yep. in this yeah. moment. She also doesn't really remember Mur- murdering their friend, yeah. so no, that's, that's an oops. Sorry. Um so and she she made you know, she made a point of like, I can't let you guys go back empty handed. Yeah. So wonderfully, wonderful dynamic. I can't wait to see more from them. All 
Alright, let's move on into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Alexis, tell me more about this crossover. Okay, no, wait, no. <laughs> Send up another after show. We'll be here for three hours. Okay, so no, I have two, and I'm just mostly it's just me like throwing darts at the board of like who this person is. What I want, instead of it really being a prediction, but what I want, I want this to be a family member of Armin. Ooh. You know what? His parents were mysteriously absent, and supposedly they were punished by the government. Maybe they weren't actually killed. Maybe they were turned into titans and booted off the wall. Dang. See, I didn't have, have to say anything. I just Woo. wanted to put that out there. Oh I God. love that. <laughs> There's well, probably so to, many yeah. people in Chad who have read the manga right now like, just like, like laughing. <laughs> yeah, just laughing. But I, I think mean, that's a great we're idea, making Alexis. predictions based on me. We have maybe 25% of the full picture here. Yeah. Maybe that's being generous. So but we're just throwing things wildly at the wall to Because see I feel like we've gotten so much out of every single character. Friggin' Armin, just yeah. like we don't know anything well, I mean, about him. Like Armin, he, Armin himself has had a really, really great character arc of figuring out like, no, I'm I'm like a strategist. I'm really important to yeah. this army. But it's true. Like, we haven't gotten nope. so much into his family history. Which so. I think would be a really good like that. time. Or, or, or this guy is somehow related to Historia. Thank you. That was my Ooh. second one. High five, girl. That's what I was going to say. Another illegitimate child of the royal family. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just picking up blonde children. Who also and like, what is it? had to go. Because, as we all know, those illegitimate children causing problems. And we all know... Also, what the government decides to do with people it decides needs to die. Yeah. They don't actually kill them. They turn them into titans and boot them off the wall. What I mean, if the royal family are all titan shifters? I mean, that's probably awesome. Why, not? Yeah. Why not? Everyone's a titan. You're, <laughs> You're a, a titan. titan. You're a titan. You're a titan. <laughs> I just feel like I'm glad we be... all went there at the same time. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a parent. I want it to be like a brother or sure, a yeah, somebody, yeah. like an uncle or just. I think um, it would be nice to get to know more about this. Historia's yeah. evil brother. I would, but I would so prefer that to him just being somebody completely out of left field, you know, because as soon as you have that connection to the pre-existing characters and there's no doubt in my mind that he is somehow connected to somebody Somebody, that's there but like that it just it it makes the dynamic so much more interesting right off the bat yeah Yeah. so I I think my only issue with this being someone who's related to the main characters is that we start getting into Star Wars territory where everyone's a freaking Skywalker I mean and this whole big intergalactic (laughs) this whole big intergalactic story is their family drama and that's (laughs) That's what I worry about. <laughs> Star Wars is good, mind you, but you sit there and go, it really is family drama. Uh, oh my gosh. But again, I wouldn't mind having it be a complete unknown person that we've never seen or heard of before and just oh, yeah. have like a whole different thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's for uh, for just a moment from now. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was like, I thought we were going to get like some Star Wars music. <laughs> I was so confused. Da, I was like, what? Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, I I love the idea of it being related, like Armin's dad in yeah. particular, um, because his parents were big on like mm-hmm. what's out there through, like that's yeah. what they do. And also, Armin is so smart; like he just knows so much. I feel like, and what a great story that would get to be for Armin. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he yeah. needs a chance to have. I mean, yeah. I think he's a good character. I just I, want more from. And him. also, yeah. I mean, if we do decide to go, the Armin becomes an evil mad scientist. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, is that, is having... that uh, what you want to happen? No, I don't want it to happen. But after he was like, hey, BT dubs, they're super torturing uh, Annie. Listen, I was like, Armin's a little yeah, diabolical you, no, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you, gotta, you gotta embrace the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. Uh, okay, so we are super low on time. Let's go ahead and dig into some news and gossip real quick. After Buzz TV News. So season three is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! And uh, Mark has a wonderful little uh, promo pulled up for us. Ah, uh, manga covers. I know the best. That's the ocean! Behold the, the sea! Yeah, the tagline on it actually is like, and then they find the ocean! <laughs> Again, if we're looking at the end credits, uh, like there are titans coming out of the sea in the ending credits of the show. Sure, sure. So, I don't know, guys. Maybe yeah. maybe Jaws isn't the only thing they have to worry about. Uh, yeah, I can't help ocean. but laugh at just the explosion graphic in there because that is just so overused. <laughs> and the, it's cool, guys! <laughs> explosion. But again, having a release date of 2018 is such a gratifying number because, like I said, this is half a season. Yeah. And I feel like they were originally going to do the whole season in 2018 and they were like, we've made them wait long enough. Yeah. Here's half yeah. a season. Just, yeah. just sure. take it. For so sure. this is our mid-season finale. Finale, kind of. Kind yes. of. Yeah. I feel like that's safe to say. That's um, fair. I, I feel like that just about does it. Do yeah. we have anything else to say about this episode or about this season as a whole? No. I liked the season overall, even if I oh, did yeah. not really like this episode. It's hard, yeah. To I be was, fair, it's hard to stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah. I was really impressed that 98% of the season took place over 36 hours. Yeah. Like, holy cow, the pacing on it was so tight. You know so what? Well and, done. It, and never felt off. Like I totally buy this as happening in, you know, the span of 36 hours. I think it's spot on. Um, okay, the only other thing I want to bring up before we end is that guys, we have a little bit of a special announcement. This hey. might be the season finale for us, but on July 3rd, we are doing a full season recap of the show, which isn't something we normally do here at Afterbuzz, but we have done it in the past because we have two special guests coming into the studio with us, Trina Nishimura and Bryce Pappenbrook or Papenbrook. I can never pronounce it correctly. I believe it's Pappenbrook. Pappen. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> but they are going to be joining us in studio to talk about this season. Yay. Yay. So be sure to tune in on July 3rd for a special interview with them. Send us your questions, too. If you have questions for them about what it was like returning to their roles this season, let us know. Put it in the hashtag, and we might we might use it on the show. So thank you guys again so, so much for tuning in with us every week this season. It has been a joy and a pleasure getting to talk about this show with all of you out there and with these lovely ladies right yeah. here. You guys are the best. Katie, where can people go if they want to find you? You can follow me all over the social medias and on YouTube at Kiaxe. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We've got a couple shows. We have a Robots in Disguise tomorrow, uh, tomorrow Tuesdays. And Turn is also starting on Tuesdays. Uh, Red vs. Blue and Steven Universe tend to be about once monthly, so keep an eye out on Twitter for that. We will be announcing those. And there's another returning Rooster Teeth show that we are uh, still working on scheduling. Wink, wink. I am also a regular on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party on Friday nights. And starting in July, that's moving to 9.30 p.m. So Whoa. we're going to be the late show, y'all. It's going to be great. So it's uh, twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Do the thing. It'll be great. 
I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold. At my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. You can find me on Mondays over on Collider, uh, on Collider TV Talk, talking about all the things that were in the week of television. Summer's going to be fun because there's not as many shows airing during the summer, so we'll be binging some old stuff, and it's going to be a great time. You should check it out. Uh, Glow, the new Netflix series that's dropping this Friday, will be kind of our main focus of the show this coming Monday. That streams live at... uh, I'm so (laughs) stoked on Glow. Uh, That streams live at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time every Every Monday over on Collider's YouTube. Uh, also, you can find me doing a bunch of things over at HyperRPG. That is twitch.tv slash HyperRPG. If you guys want to hang out and play video games with me tomorrow, you can do that from 1 p.m. Pacific time to 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I am currently playing Persona 5. It is a lot of fun. Yay! And then on Friday nights at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, you should check out Pencils and Parsecs, which is the Star Wars RPG that I do over there. It's getting so good, you guys. <laughs> so good. Um, and I'm Alexis Torres. You can find me all over the interwebs at Ator is 890. I am on three shows right now. I am doing, obviously, uh, well, not this anymore, but um, Robots in Disguise tomorrow, uh, Sense8 on Mondays, and Winona Earp on Sundays. Uh, obviously, with our awesome engineer, Mark Donica, on our Popcorn Talk Network, um, Jedi Alliance. You should definitely yeah. check it out, 7 p.m. on Sundays as well. Uh, also, I am finally doing it, because everyone keeps asking me, I'm going to be doing the countdown in July for the wedding, uh, because everyone keeps asking me, what am I doing for it? Because it's such a huge theme, and it's nerdy, so I will definitely be Throwing in some stuff, showing what Etsy stuff I did and how I made some of the decorations that I did for the wedding. So definitely check that out. Woo, awesome. Woo. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Penguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Be sure to also check out the latest episode of the Shadow Radio Recreation where I do the voice of Margot Lane. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. We will see you all in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Power, friendship, activate! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.